your host for Lacrosse Talk PM, Rick Solom. All right. Not just Rick Solom today. In studio with me, Dick Record, Midwest Family Broadcasting and Mid- Wisdom's Dick Record. You've been here since 1971. Yes. With, with, with our radio group. Yeah. Our radio mm-hmm. station. Uh, been doing the news since the 60s. Yeah. And uh, I guess you you aren't still doing, you kind of are well, doing the news. But actually but late 50s. Late 50s. Yeah. Uh, Long time. If you got questions for Mr. Record, you want to talk to Mr. Record, you want to ask Mr. Record about, maybe, I think we might get into this, how the news has evolved or devolved or expanded uh, since you started doing the news back then and, and how it's changed Obviously, it's changed quite a bit, I think, except for the weather service. The weather service voice is the same, you said, since the 1950s. Same guy. The same guy. The weather service is a warning for Lower Cross County. Uh, uh, yeah, we were talking about how maybe uh, 2019, we could change that voice a little bit. We'll probably be interrupted again by him, and we'll have to uh, hit pause on the show. Uh, Better Hearing Center talking text line 608-785-7914. The other thing Mr. Record is really into is art. So if you guys got like art questions in lacrosse, we're going to ask him about the big blue baby because uh, I love it. And I don't know his opinion on it exactly, but I'm sure he loves it because he loves art. Uh, let's see. What else? You're also a, a you travel all the time and all over the place. So I wanted not to get all in. the time. Not well, not no. all the time. Not right now. I traveled from your office to over here. Yeah. Uh, but you love to travel. So. I guess I really want to know maybe where where you thought where the best places are that you've traveled in in your lifetime and and maybe have you hit everywhere or you, you haven't obviously hit everywhere but maybe where you haven't hit yet that you need to go. Oh, few places, yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, or maybe places that you've had to go back to because they're so amazing. Right. Um, kind of a couple of things in the news today: Ronald Crosby Jr. back in jail. Uh, Rob Abraham has tweeted about it. Uh, just kind of like I told you so, I think. Uh, lacrosse uh, interim police chief Rob Abraham, often the first one to to talk about when one of their guys catches a criminal and then they get released from court into the public again. And then it's funny. It doesn't happen often. I mean, but we love to pick on the, the couple of times that it happens. Has this, okay, so you've been doing this a long time. You've been here a long time. This is, is this a recent phenomenon where we complain about this, or is it just because social media happens where we're all able to, to vent about stuff like this to the uh, Well, I, I, I've, people have always vented. They haven't had Facebook or computers. They just vent. They I, talk. Yeah, for, they talk. I had uh, Keith Knudsen in here two days ago, and we talked about, was it two days ago? Or was it yesterday? Days all... Two days. Two ago. days. And we talked about how a little bit about that, how you can get consumed by the news with Facebook and Twitter. And if you follow enough news sources, the news never stops. You're always looking at the news. And I go, you mean the comment section? Because you know, like and then you just get you can get buried in the comment section if you want on, on certain stories that you're passionate about. Do you find yourself doing that sometimes or not? Sometimes. Yeah, I I the news comes from every direction. And I find it difficult to decide. Is that right? Is to that decide. wrong? <laughs> yeah. Am I believing right? Am I believing wrong? Yeah. And then I try to, I try to follow stories on other sites that maybe don't 
don't agree with my viewpoints. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, I just can't like I can't go to Breitbart and read a news story there and not think this is garbage. Like Breitbart news and sometimes like Fox news stories. Just you know, not all the time. I mean, there's general stories where you, a, a dog is rescued from a a lake, you know, frozen lake or something. Right. You're like, okay, that can hit every news source. That's uh, right. Yeah. But but when it comes to you know like Trump, uh, what did he do today? Clean water. Obama era era clean water rules like he's rescinded those. Oh, good. Oh. Like, like anything with Obama. So I immediately I see that and I'm like, OK, well, like, how are we cool with this? That it, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, and then I can't go to, you know, it's I, I try to follow my. So my U.S. congressman is a very big Trump supporter. So his Facebook page is full of the your U.S. Congress- Jim Hagedorn. Oh, across the so river. So across the river yeah. in my Minnesota district. Yeah. So all his Facebook posts are the fake news media and Donald yeah. Trump did this for the great Americans and the socialist uh, America hating, you know, Ocasio-Cortez. Like he's always ripping on them, them you know, the, those the women, women. Yeah. the freshman women that are his colleagues that work in the same building. So I always like I just my head spins when I try to. OK, OK, Jim, what do you have to say? You're my representative. OK, you're just spewing garbage and you're you're sharing Breitbart garbage. And it's just very right. Like you, he's yeah. just trying to divide just like, you know, just like Trump seems to be doing. Well, um, are they trying to divide or do they just do that? They think <laughs> it's the way you're supposed to do it. Yeah, they're they're. I I just don't see the point. Like, if Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and Ilhan Omar are his colleagues, and they're just on the other side of the aisle, they don't hate America. So when you put right. America hating socialist Democrats, that's not true. Yeah, like they're just right. yeah. new and they have different ideas. They're not the worst ideas. They're just different. So maybe some people think they're terrible ideas, but I also think you know. Getting rid of the Clean Water Act is a terrible idea. <laughs> like that's just oh, Clean Water Era, Obama Era Clean Water Act. You know, if it wasn't Obama, I think maybe we'd still have it around. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line. If you want to call or text in, I should probably open that. Uh, Dick Records in here. He's been with Midwest Family Broadcasting and Wisdom since 1971. He said he's been doing the news since the 1950s. How did you get started in the news? Actually. Before we get into that, because that's going to take a while, we, we blabbed right up to the, the our first news break. So let's do that. Let's go. Let's get uh, our first news break out of the way, and we'll reset right here on Wisdom in a minute. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. Better Hearing Center talking text line 608-785-7914. I have Mr. Dick Record in studio with me, and we were just going to kind of get into this, uh, and we will in two seconds, but I just want to read some text. We were kind of talking about like how... You know, social media and maybe our and maybe just the fact that our representatives can be on social media and we read their viewpoints and that can and we're just talking about how that maybe can divide us or how we're a divided country at this point where we're, you know, Republicans and Democrats. So I got a couple of texts. Libertarian guy says, uh, Rick, you just def- divided by referring to their gender when I referred to. Ocasio-Cortez. The, the four women. Ilhan yeah. Omar. And if Trump rips on somebody, it's not because of gender. It's because of their ideas, because their ideas are problematic. I'm like, okay, well, I mean, I'm, I are was... Are those the only four people who have problems? Well, I mean, and I, <laughs> oftentimes, what I, libertarian guy, what I was referring to is my representative, Hagedorn, 
And if you go on his Facebook page, you could often just see that he only picks on Ilhan Omar, maybe because she's in Minnesota too, or maybe because of some other reasons, and that's why I referred to her gender. Uh, Free Speech Fred texts in, Mr. Uh, Mr. Record, with the recent Google and Facebook findings of restricting things and demoting others, please give your thoughts on free speech and probably more importantly, the state of journalism. Hmm. Just a real quick, you got one minute. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, I think state of journalism is fine. There are lots fewer journalism people. Uh, I think of journalism as written mm-hmm. material like newspapers and magazines. Lots fewer of those. Yeah. And uh, much more electronic radio and TV and all the computer stuff. Um, what was the question? No. <laughs> Just, I, I guess maybe he, he's talking about how he thinks Facebook and Google are restricting and demonetizing maybe, uh, maybe different newses, news groups. I, I don't, don't know. think they're restricting anything. Yeah. I mean, we run a news site here. You can kind of see how it works with Facebook. It's kind of an algorithm they have, and it has to do with popularity. It's almost a popularity contest sometimes on Facebook. Yeah. Right. Well, that is, yes, but regular news uh, sites are news sites. They're, they're not anything else. And when you talk about news and you talk about journalism, journalism, they don't, often, they, they don't ha- always go hand in hand. Like you can have a news story and it won't be a journalist that's written it. It's just somebody that's you know, paid by that organization to write something up. They probably didn't do any research. They just, you know, like, uh, th- and then there's a lot of clickbaity stories. And then there, you know, so like some some of this stuff takes research and and, and thought and interviews, right. and that's where journalism comes in, where you're you're digging a little deeper right. than mm-hmm. than a lot of the news stories I think are out there for real quick. You get a quick look, a, a quick read. They just want you to click on it. All right. So um, another texter says, uh, "Who's they? Who's they? Yeah, they want you to click on yeah. it. Yeah." Um, aren't we all run by like George Soros or uh, <laughs> some the, the 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 people that run the world right i can't think of the other sometimes you'll see those the Koch brothers the Koch brothers yeah. well just one now right uh yeah there's a, my friend likes to share some of the the crazy the crazy stuff about like who's actually run, like someone has got all the puppet strings up yeah. there and they're running it all and it's just like wow that's pretty amazing uh i hope you're not right uh, 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center talk and text line if you want to text or call in and talk to Mr. Record if you got questions for him. Uh, you've been doing this since the early 50s. Can you just talk about like how you got started into news? Um, I hung around the local radio station when I was growing up in high school, and they got tired of seeing me and decided they'd better hire me. Okay. So that and it was well, didn't get tired about of seeing that you. simple. They didn't get tired of seeing you then. They just said... Well, yeah, they got tired of me asking, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, and then what, do you remember, like, maybe some of the first things you worked on? I did, I was a disc jockey. Okay. I did commercials. I did some news. Uh, everybody did everything. Then. Yeah. But how about this? I remember my first story, and it was just at the Oshkosh Northwestern newspaper, and it was just a simple, like season preview for a volleyball team because i started as a sports journalist do you remember do you remember something that, like that like your your first published story 
No, no, I don't. <laughs> I think my mom has it on the wall at home. And what's funny is I wrote it and then I gave it to Chuck Carlson, who was one of our editors at the time. And then he rewrote it. So like when I, when I go home and I'm like, oh, there's that story that Chuck Carlson wrote with my yeah. byline on it. Cause that's <laughs> all it works when you're a young journalist in right. sports anyway, probably everywhere. Is, I, uh, I do remember better uh, stories I had to write when I worked uh, at our Madison stations. Mm-hmm. I was there during the golden years of protest. Okay. I learned how to use uh, a gas mask and, you know, wore it while I was covering stuff. And that was a fascinating, uh, invigorating time. Do you have like just a, can you share like a memorable moment of a story maybe you had to cover? Did you have to wear a gas mask at some point and when yeah, you're out there? Oh, yeah. Like often. Because okay. they, they the, the cops were bombing us. Um, what do you call it? Tear gas. Yeah. And so we had to wear them. Well, did you, did you learn how to throw them back at the police? No, we or, weren't no? allowed to do that. <laughs> well, what, <laughs> describe like uh, maybe one of the stories you were working on where you had to go through that. Well, um, they were all protest stories. Protesting? Um, what were we protesting? Uh, mostly, well, two things. The, the Vietnam War mm-hmm. and Dow Chemical, because Dow was making, uh, what the heck's that stuff called, that they throw in people's faces during war? Um Orange. Agent Orange. Agent Orange. It wasn't Agent. It was something else. Napalm. Napalm. Okay. And um, Dow was making that, and Dow came to the university to recruit students to come to work for Dow. Mm -hmm. And the people who disliked Napalm and disliked Dow and disliked the war rebelled, and we had great fights and... A uh, couple people died. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something else. And and that's it, it, when you, when you look back. That's is that the most memorable? You call that the golden era. That sounds in in terms. I was of, being sarcastic. Yeah, I was going to say. Wait a minute. This doesn't sound golden at all. It sounds awful. Um, man, I'm glad I wasn't a journalist back then. Uh, is it, it, and that's got to be the the like the the most difficult part of when you were a journalist, huh? Just yeah. having to go through but it that. Was, but it was fun. Yeah. You know, I was in my 20s, and it was great. Just right in the thick of it? Like, yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you ever get hit with tear gas without a without a gas mask on? Did you ever no. take that? No. Well, well, they throw it, and it lands someplace and come into your eyes. Yeah. Um, so I guess I got hit with it. So were you you're doing interviews like... All right, uh, can you? Add, I got a question for you. What is it like when the police? You know, like, yeah. you got, is that how you're doing interviews? All your recordings are like this. Yeah, the police are calling. They've been throwing two guys. So you got gas masks, and everyone's got gas masks on when you're doing interviews, or what? Uh, well, no. No, I'm they, kidding. Yeah, they of course. didn't have them on. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. The Better Hearing Center talking text line. Uh, we're gonna take we're take a break for Scott's comment and the news, and maybe we'll try to get Mr. Brecker to tell a, a, like a, a happier story when we come back on Wisdom. All right, welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM in studio with me, Mr. Dick Record. Uh, we're gonna go to the phones right away here because Libertarian guy is calling, and you got your headphones on. Hopefully, you can hear. If you can't, just tell me, and I'll turn up the volume. Uh, 
Libertarian guy, go ahead. Yeah, hey, Rick. Hi, Mr. Record. Hey, I just wanted to call in just because you are there, and I wanted to just indicate that I listen to the shows a lot. I love Lacrosse Talk AM, and I like Lacrosse Talk PM. In fact, I probably spend too much time listening. No, you can't. I catch Mike Hayes. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> no. I catch Mike Hayes right at right at six o'clock, and because I travel, I I, I often am able to listen all the way up until until nine a.m. And so it's a lot of fun being able to call in, and uh, I know that you have a um, you know involvement in that, and uh, and I wanted to thank you for that. Um, I also wanted to thank you regarding something else, um, and that is that when Mitch Reynolds had the uh, Libertarian candidate on. You had called in, and you had talked about the whole issue about um, libertarians and, and other parties um, that just routinely get excluded from the debates. And my understanding was that you were supportive and, and gave a gave a, a affirmative vote with the Wisconsin Broadcasting Association to allow a legitimate um, party member, um, a, liber- uh, a libertarian candidate, to actually be able to participate in the debates. And I thought that was wonderful that you were willing to, um, you know, to, to, to go out on a limb like that by um, that affirmative vote. Well, thank you. Really wasn't a limb. I just thought well, we ought to hear from as many as possible. Yeah. Well, appreciation for your support of allowing um, other voices to be heard in the debates. And I don't know if that's ever going to change, but at least people are trying, and people like you that are open to the idea are uh, are supportive. Okay, I appreciate that. Thanks. All right, thanks for the call. Sure thing, thank you. Uh, yeah, the story today, U.S. budget deficit for 11 months, up $169 billion mm-hmm. over 2018. So. We're, uh, That's amazing. Chugging right that on. figure is amazing. I can't $169 billion. That. Different. We're up $169 billion for 11 months over 2018. It's like we don't even know what money is anymore. We shouldn't at this spend point. so much money on golf courses. <laughs> well, we got to keep them going. Otherwise, they're going to go under. I mean, we need more golf, especially in Wisconsin. We should have some Trump courses because the thing that we love to do in Wisconsin is golf for three months of the year. <laughs> Uh, sure. 608-785-7914, the Better Hearing Center, talking text line. So you're a man of the arts, I think I would say, Mr. Record. Uh, what do you think of the Big Boo Baby? I often have Big Boo Baby discussions. I guess I haven't since I took over the show, but uh, when when you saw that thing, when you started hearing, what, did you, what do you think of that? I thing? thought it was great. And why is that? Well, um, because it was different, because it was fun. And uh, maybe because so many people didn't like it. Yeah, I mean, it just gets uh, it gets that conversation going, and it's it's. I think it's different, fun, ugly. People hate it, but it's not like there's no. You can't hate it for any one reason. It's not. I mean, I guess people tried to bring up when we call it blue baby. There's a blue baby syndrome, so they tried to be yeah. like we shouldn't say it like that. That's the only real controversy with the blue. Baby. It's not controversial, is what I'm getting at. Uh, right. In terms, it's just a big stupid thing that, you know, some people think it's a big stupid thing and some people think it's a, well, I don't know if they think it's a big beautiful thing, but. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's a, a big fun thing. Yeah. Has there anyth- been anything like that that in 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 town that's even similar to, I mean, not in terms of what it looks like in art, but where the art has created this kind of communication? Well, um, certainly the uh, uh, one in the park of the 
um, Indian man okay. uh, has. Well, he's created communicate. I think a, a different a different uh, argument. I think. Oh, is, sure. Is what, yeah. <laughs> what the, you know that one's more controversial. And uh, you know, I think a lot of times some people. I think maybe even Mike Hayes would argue that it's also art. It's not supposed to be a likeness of any Native American. It's just supposed to be a likeness of art, so to speak. Uh, so I don't know. I yeah, I guess I can't. I can't really. It, it, like the mural on the pump house that that was again that, that that wasn't anything like super it didn't it didn't create this kind of conversation or this buzz no, i mean the, no. the parking lot has that mural that that created a little bit of a buzz and i yes. think that mural is awesome too uh and we have a mural on the side of our building what's how long does a mural on the side of our building stay is it a forever thing or do we like hire a new artist to paint something something else how do, how I, would that work i haven't even thought about that i Guess we keep it till it's faded or something. Yeah, because I was kind of thinking like maybe every two years or every five. I don't know how long murals should stick around, but maybe every five years we change it up and give because you and give a new artist an opportunity to right. uh, to yeah. put something up. At, at, you know, as a, a different perspective. So there's a there's a mural event tomorrow night, uh, the 400 block of Maine. There's an alley that goes through there. I think the, it used to be a busy alley. Okay. Because uh, there were a few little stores back there. And they have uh, painted, I think, four murals. And they're having their grand opening oh. uh, tomorrow late afternoon. Sure. Yeah, I think uh, any time that... Uh I think we could put murals on all the sides of buildings. I think it'd be great. I'm waiting for a mural... Of me on the side of the new lacrosse center, just you know, you might have Rixel. to paint that yourself. I will probably have to do that. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go back to the phones. I think number three is waiting. Uh, number three, there. We'll put a mirror of you and the dartboard on it. How's that sound? <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm the guy that brought you the blue baby. You and Mitch, remember that one? We were talking yeah. about that before the show. You're talking about the big one. I'm talking about the one that I made. And I'm saying we were talking about yours before the show. Oh, okay, well, I didn't hear you talking. Anyway, I got a question for Mr. Record. Uh, you're on the arts board, right? Yes. Mr. Record? Okay. Down at Burns Park, you moved that piece of steel over to the boat club. Well, not the that, boat club, but the, the uh, municipal, municipal harbor. harbor. Municipal harbor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, why did you move it? Um, because the uh, neighborhood uh, downtown wanted it, wanted to either put something else in there or they wanted that space free. Okay. Well, I heard it was to make room, more room for in the park, but there's hardly anybody ever in the park. Another question. Did the Park and Recreation Department have to foot the bill or did the Arts Board pay for it? Um... The arts board did not. We don't have much of a budget. Um, so, in I, other words, the park and rec paid for it then. Uh, maybe I don't remember. Maybe, uh, maybe a neighbor paid for it. Uh, I'm not sure who paid for it, but it yeah, did. Well, I'm get, a taxpayer, and I like to know who paid for it. Well, I can find out for you. Sure, I, and then let one of your guys know in the AM show or in the afternoon show, and then we'll. I can rest a little bit better, yeah. okay? 
Yeah, but I think it's a good idea to move it. All right. That's number three. Uh, he was talking about his blue baby. We used to have that as our mascot in here. You had to ask, where did the blue baby go? Mm-hmm. And uh, I gave it back to Tim Cabot. So it was a mini blue baby. And Tim Cabot, you know, this was a while ago now, probably last winter, he said he would he would move it around City Hall. So oh, it would okay. be in different people's offices through City Hall. And when Cabot, Cabot will be in, in here about a month from now, October 7th, I believe, he comes in, he's going to come in once a month again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll have to jot it down to ask him about mini Blue yeah. Baby. Do that. Uh, 608-785-7914. Um, you're going to be traveling here pretty soon. I guess can you can you talk about like the maybe the most memorable place you've traveled or maybe where people you think people if you're going to travel this is where you need to go. Um I think think my two favorite places were uh, New Zealand and uh Galapagos Islands. Okay, well that's in in a similar light or obviously the Galapagos Islands because of the, the what you can see there nature Right, na- na- yeah. naturally, naturally, yeah. Nat- and uh, is it the same same deal with New Zealand, or was there was there other things in New Zealand that maybe you were unexpected that you saw? Well, it's a beautiful place. Yeah, um, we were in the lower island mostly, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the the scenery and the landscaping and the incredible amount of water. It's just gorgeous. Now, what would you say about maybe just having like a Midwest Family Broadcasting field trip to New Zealand? Um, can we get that? Can you maybe fund that for us? Or maybe, maybe. Okay, sounds maybe good. Maybe not. Right, we'll do. We could do at least maybe just a, maybe we'll do a remote from there. Yeah, just the <laughs> <Right>. crosstalk <laughs> PM remote for a week. Six zero eight seven eight five seven nine one four. Better Hearing Center. Talk and text line if you want to text in and you got questions from Mister Record. Go ahead and do that. We're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back after this. All right. Welcome back to Lacrosse Talk PM. In studio with me, Mr. Record, as we wrap up the show. We've got about seven minutes if you want to talk, or if you want to call, if you want to text in, 608-785-7914. Um, we heard Scott's comment at uh, the 530 around there. Scott's been doing that since you said the early 2000s. Yeah, I and- I guess before that, you did that. You Was it called? I guess I wasn't here then. So what was it called? And how did you guys get into, like, that's, we're going to have an editorial every day, right? Like, that's kind of what it is. Well, when we came here uh, to run the station, uh, we decided to do it because mm-hmm. we did it where I was in Madison. Um, so we did it, and we're still doing it. Yeah, and it's been, I guess, do you remember when you came here? And Did you start it right away, maybe back in 71? or yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's a it's a so what was it called before it was called Scott's Comet? You remember that? What was it? What? What was it called before it was Scott's Comet? Because when you were doing it, was it called Scott's Comet? It was just called Comet. Oh, Comet. Okay, it wasn't <laughs> Records Comet or no? Um, now, I, I guess can you talk about like maybe the importance of just that and not the even the consistency of it, but the fact that it is you know this is the viewpoint of. You know, the person that's running the news station right now, this is what they're on their mind, you know, right. on this day. I guess I, I feel like it's important, uh, even if it's just an opinion piece. But y- y- what do you feel about it? How do you feel about it? Well, um, it's a it is a task. I'll say that you have because you have to have one every day. And we do. It's just a habit. Yeah, I mean, it, you, I'm sure you've had some of your, uh, you know, 
like some some of those days you were like i just don't i don't have anything today right <laughs> does yeah. scott ever come to you and be like i don't have anything today do you got any ideas mm, not usually he's pretty good at, at having something every oh day. yeah yeah scott uh, scott writes better than i do yeah and uh his ideas are great do you ever just do you ever hear him or read it because they're all online now so you didn't have to put them online either so nobody could always go back and read your right. comments that's which, right i was safe yeah you were safe from that <laughs> um do you ever see one of his comments and you just got to go talk to him about it? Because a lot of callers, every, every once in a while, he'll have one and, and people got to talk to me about it. Right. So, I mean, do you ever, do you ever have to go to his office and be like, I got to talk to you about this comment today? You mean because I didn't like it? Well, or? Any, for any reason. I oh. mean, maybe you loved it, but I mean, a lot of people don't go and tell people how great their comment, their their news story was. It's often I hate your news story and this is what I think of it. Like in the comments section anyway, but maybe you, I, I don't know. Do you guys ever have arguments in that regard? Oh, no. No, never. We don't argue. No, you don't it, argue. It's, it's his job to write his stuff. Yeah. And if I don't agree with it, so what? Well, and that's what I'm saying is I yeah. wonder if you guys ever have conversations where, because his viewpoint's out there and maybe you have a differing viewpoint on, on, I on might. things like that. Yeah. Um, and, and, and a couple of times, in, and even in the last year or so, I think two different times, we've had somebody as a guest commenter mm-hmm. when are, when are you going to be so outraged by what's going on that you have to do a, a comment yourself i've done a couple since i quit doing them daily i just i feel like i haven't heard you do one in a while though yeah well i'll get mad about something and do it yeah i think you should i think people would love to hear and they and they want to hear your voice out there uh just a couple couple more minutes here before the show ends um do you have like a proudest moment in in your broadcasting career, and when you when you look back, or you, we talked earlier about how you covered the Vietnam War in Madison? You were in Madison at that time, yes, and had to wear gas masks. That seems to me like that would be a proud moment because I was there. I had you know like I, it, it took a lot of work. It was a little bit dangerous to get stories out there about what's going on with with the protests in, in the Vietnam War. Um, is there anything similar to that 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 you remember? Um, no, I mean I covered the legislature and accidents and murder trials and all that stuff, but nothing like the the war on campus. Um, when we get into Wisconsin government, we got two minutes here. So, uh, how, is it is it is it a lot different now the way we cover? Stuff like this, you know, even like lame duck session or uh, the 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 way the the governor election went down last time, or is that stuff a lot different from back in the day, or is this all kind of the same thing? Nothing's well, changed. I I can speak only from my experience. Uh, there are fewer people covering news now, uh, at least in the state of Wisconsin. I assume in every state there are mm-hmm. fewer. In many cities, no radio news people. Um, TVs have cut back. Newspaper is way back. Um, so there aren't as many. Yeah. So there's not as much of a reservoir of good, interesting stuff because people don't have time to do it. Yeah, and that's important, too. We might have more outlets for news, but we don't have more journalists to like keep that you know, really dive into what's going right. on in the news. That's right. Is that what that's what you're saying? Yeah. I think that's probably we're, an important thing. We're there used to be that every 
radio station in Wisconsin, uh, three, four hundred of them now, whatever it is, um, had a news department. That is not the case anymore. How important it is, is it to you that we have one? We, we, it's very know. important. That's why we got it. That's going to wrap up the show. Thanks a lot for coming in, 